My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Welcome to the special edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. Lana. Andrew. I'm Jack. And we also have a special guest with us today. You guys know her as Laura. She's one of our biggest fans. Say hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. I actually Paul. meant for her to say hello, Laura. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you might notice things are a little bit differently today. We do not have our fearless leader with us today, Paul. Um, I talked to him this morning and he said something about having uh, walked out of the bathroom and stubbing his toe really hard so he couldn't make it. So we're going to have to, uh, you know, make sure the ship stays on course ourselves. So uh, generally, we start the show by asking everybody what's got them geeked. Now I'm going to step in here for just a second and say, what's got us all geeked first and foremost is being at Cloud City Comics and Toys for the in-store Comic Con. If you don't know what that is, that is the kickoff of the con season or the Comic Con season. Basically, what is happening throughout the day is there are going to be uh, different creators, artists, people associated with the comic book industry who are going to be speaking to the entire nation uh, via satellite. So there's going to be a lot of interesting uh, interviews going on today. Uh, there's also several comic book variants that are available here, and they're only available at stores that are doing this. Now, there are only two places that are doing this in this entire area. Uh, of course, this is going to come out after the event's over, so that doesn't do you any good right now. But uh, you know, that, this is going to be a really fun day. So now I'm going to ask everybody, what's got you game? Anybody? Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, alright, why not? Well, that went well. It's got me geek with, you just took words right out of being here on the Manchester store in Cloud City and kind of some toys in Shopping Town Mall. Shopping Town Mall? In Shopping Town Mall. Shopping Town, Shopping Town, Shopping Town! That was perfect. Perfect. It's awesome being here, seeing all the way down and see what Jeff's set up here. It's a Christmas again. It's Christmas in March. It's yeah. It's beautiful here. And if you have not been like, here recently, they have moved the whole store around. This place looks fantastic. Look, I see a banner right now for a Super Smash Bros. tournament, it looks like. <laughs> so we're going to spend the next 15 minutes with you looking around. I'm just going to be so excited though. I don't want you to see. But it's just awesome though, just being here. That's what's got me deeper and seeing all of the stuff around the place. It's great. I'm happy to be here today. Fantastic. What about you, Laura? Well, you know, I figured we, we were down a person and you are involved in a lot of things we do. You show up, you get on mic. Why not have you actually officially be in a show? Not to basically, have to bump somebody off in order to be anything. Well, we only have so many mics. Well, Corbs isn't here either. There's, there's two of them gone. Yeah. And actually, you know, I, I just can't let this go without saying it. Paul didn't really step his toe this morning. He's no, currently at Disney uh, in Florida with his family. Disney World. Disney World. Yeah, I always forget which one's Disneyland or California. It's 
doing all sorts of neat Star Wars things and hopefully building me a really cool lightsaber. That's awesome. I know. Why didn't we go? We should have um, because because we would have had to pay for it. And Paul's not responsible for taking us on his family vacation. Yeah, I'll shave my beard off. Yeah, we are family. But Laura's hey, we're not that kind of family. Shave your beard. Just let the cat Come on. So in a few minutes, we're gonna have uh, you know when there's time, we're gonna have Jeff sit down with the chef Hawkins, the owner of Cloud City. That's gonna be fun. Uh, we also have uh, a couple things to talk about since today is all about comics. We're going to try to touch on anything big that happens uh, during the, uh, the, the Install Comic Con announcements. Now, I did give everybody some reading material this week. Yep. Uh, I, I wanted everybody to read some comics because a lot of times we come here and we talk about different things as well. Video games, movies, all that. I figured we're in a comic store a day specifically for comics. We should probably kind of keep it about comics. For the most part. Harry Potter. No, that doesn't. Well, is there a comic version of it? It, it? It'd be 400 issue limited series. Yeah. Yeah, and. Not seen. I have the graphic novel of Interview the Vampire, so I'm pretty sure they can do a graphic novel is it more based on the movie or is it more based on the book? It's Claudia's version of what happened. Okay. And it's kind of book. But didn't didn't she write a book about that? Yeah. Okay, I thought it's so. It's not
I was like, what can I read? And the one that struck me was um, Batman and Son, um, graphic novel that. So I read that one. It was a um, 2006, and it was written by Grant Morrison, and the artist was Andy Hubert. Am I getting that right? Now, now, and I hope this doesn't step on what you have there. No. Uh, it, it's interesting to know, and, and I'm pretty sure this is pre-New 52, um, when, when the New 52 happened, a lot of the titles kind of, you know, started over or whatever, but Batman was unique because they kind of kept the history intact right. for the most part. The, the time frame had changed, it had gotten a lot smaller, uh, but they didn't say these things didn't happen. And there's references to stuff that had happened in the pre-New uh, 52 era. Uh, so it was really weird because it was almost like a soft reboot. And Damien, mm -hmm. his story started before the New 52. And once New 52 started, it kind of picked up right where it was. So it was weird if you were a Batman reader expecting the title to change as much as the other titles did because it really didn't. Well, that, that was a big thing with, uh, when I started reading. Um, I hadn't finished it, but you know, it starts right out the first issue of New 52 as Batman's son. When did this happen? <laughs> I, I, I kind of, uh, you know, I had my own brain part thinking that, uh, you know, it was like starting over again. You know, let's just take Batman, just push everything down, make it manageable. And I was like, all right, well, I can do that. And then he's like, hey. Oh. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because, like, um, casual people that just know Batman, they're like, oh, yeah, Robin is uh, definitely Dick Grayson or Chris O'Donnell from the movies. But no, there's Dick Nobody Grayson. says that. Nobody there's says Dick Robin is Chris O'Donnell ever. I, I do. <laughs> See? Burton told me so. That was Joel Well, I know about those. I know, but. Exactly. I know but, um, <laughs> Dick Grayson, uh, Tim Drake, and Damian Wayne are long. David Wayne. Wait, you're not my son. <laughs> uh, diversity in comic book readers. Oh, that's what we're getting at. Yeah. Uh, but um, just reading this, though, the first couple scenes were actually pretty cool. Like, I'm not gonna go in too much detail, but um, when um, the fir first couple panels is, you see Joker laughing at Batman as he comes out because he messes with uh, Commissioner Gordon, which I thought was kind of cool. And um, he kind of does a scarecrow kind of thing and makes him think that um, Batman would um, be into a small bed of Gordon and very frightened of And then you see Batman come in one of the next panels and he um, picks Joker's ass and throws him in the Which I thought was pretty badass seeing that. It was pretty yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Um, but I just thought it was a really well done graphic novel, seeing the writing and the illustrations. Um, Batman was like more focused. And um, as like Batman is, um, he gets kidnapped by Kyle Rule and as Batman awakens, he's told he has a son and all that stuff, and he's very confused what's going on. I just thought it was really cool like reading this issue because um, Damian Wayne is not like any of the other ones we've seen. Because uh, Dick Grayson and Tim Drake, they all respect that they're going to be Batman and Sidekick. But Damian Wayne really wants to be Batman actually someday, and he wants to be the leader. And they call him the little brat, but he's actually pretty intelligent. It's pretty cool. Right, you are absolutely right, but um, yeah, because his parents are Bruce Wayne and Tyler O'Neill, two of the biggest people. And it was pretty cool reading this, and I didn't know actually after I finished reading this, I went um, on, I guess they made a graphic novel movie, 
Batman and Son. Yes, they, they've actually done a, Warner Brothers Animation has done a, a series of movies mm -hmm. that kind of chronicle that entire story arc and, and past it as well. It's almost as if they're adapting everything from kind of the end of Grant Morrison's run all the way through now. So this is actually a question for you, who, um, because I don't read them as much. Um, did they actually make a graphic novel of Batman and the Red Hood? Because I would love to read that. Oh, yeah, well, that was, yeah, there was a graphic novel. I believe it was originally a... Uh, was it a story? I don't remember. I think it was a story arc originally. Uh, and of course, they collect those in the graphic novels. Sometimes they actually do original graphic novels that didn't appear in the simulation format. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the Red Hood was. That was cool. That was a really good graphic novel. And the next one they have coming out, it will be Batman and Bone Joke, and be I rated. Due out in July, I believe. Which would be awesome. But that's what I read, and I thought it was really good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, any comments? You know, I wanted to touch on something you said. Uh, that the reason that the Batman is he is because of his parents. That's true to a degree, but traditionally, there's also a chance that the, you know, the Robins could become Batman. Dick Grayson has replaced him several times when he was disappeared, when he died, his dad, things like that. Uh, one would assume that Damian Wayne would, and there was a, uh, and I forget what, uh, was 600? Did that comic 600, I think? Uh, they did kind of a flash forward to a future where Damian Wayne is Batman. And you would assume that as long as he continues to be alive, uh, at some point Bruce Wayne is not going to be it anymore. And Damian would be successful. So, kind of because of, you know, thinking that Batman is a symbol, more than just a person, and he needs to be there. I mean, that's the entire premise of the current Batman run, because Batman is gone. And Jim Gordon has now in his little funnier Robotech suit. Um, with that symbol on it, you know, Goth Gotham basically decided we need to have a Batman, so they created a Batman. Uh, it probably won't be uh, around much longer considering who was coming back, but that was the idea that somebody needs to be Batman. Uh, so well, it's funny you say that too, like, um, we were talking about these movies, and actually I saw another one recently, was Batman Bad Blood. And you actually did see Dick Grayson put on the bat suit, yeah. and, um, who else was that? And that, um, we just watched that, uh, Batman. Bat but Batwoman? Was it Batwoman and Batman? Yeah. And was that Damian Wayne or Tim Drake? That was Damian. That was Damian. Yeah, which is really cool. And like, um, when I remember on these past podcasts you were talking, like, uh, Bruce Wayne has amnesia, he doesn't remember he's Batman. And they actually touched it a little well, bit. Well, 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 it, it wasn't, it wasn't really that. There's been several things that have happened, and one of those was, uh, at one point Batman was not through that, like, uh, through a whole thing with Darkseid. Anyway, it was a whole... Uh, basically, uh, Dick Grayson picked up the power for a while before he returned. They kind of uh, condensed that storyline. What you saw in that movie was not actually exactly what happened in the comics uh, at all. Really. Okay. It was close, but the idea was the same: is that Batman's gone, and somebody has to step in and fill those shoes. So, yeah, it was interesting watching Batman because it, it really was the same idea of a story while not being the same story. Mm -hmm. It goes on. There's no stupid questions at this point. When someone else becomes Batman, do they like have their own niche of Batman, or are they just taking on what you are? The, the idea, the idea is that nobody, nobody would know that it isn't Batman. In fact, I think um, in the in the the, run, the last one where Dick Grayson took over, I. Somebody may have figured it out eventually, but I know that the very first person to figure it out was Commissioner Gordon. And we're on a rooftop and he said something to the effect, he's like, I know you're not him, you're, you're the first Robin. Because, you know, he had a lot of interaction with the first Robin. He knew where it was and he said, do you know where he is? And he's like, isn't that? And he's like, that's just And uh, 
So, I mean, really the idea was that the, the villain that nobody should know of is not the same person. It's supposed to be that. Not any official hierarchy or way to pass the torch, just the villain you know, he's gone and the city's going to look bad now. Exactly. It's like all my kind of like all the type of things that we do things that it's like your own taste. But we're not generally doing our own taste. Our own, yeah. Like a taste, like a nice steak. Like a no, a taste, like a nice steak. It's like a nice steak. I think you just said you're like a nice steak. You just want a nice steak. Carol, you're like. <laughs> you don't, don't. That's the only way to stop. See, like, no the questions are no questions. All right, you're right. I got you. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, Laura, why don't you uh, talk to us about your you've been reading? Um, I've been reading the Vicky Bonzo's, of course. That's my favorite right now. Um, Would you tell us what that is specifically? That is Vicky's version of Betty Cage and Rosie the River smacking one thing and it's whole Oh, 
Oh dear God, it's starting already. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, <laughs> how many issues are there? Um, I'm on number nine, but somehow or another, I skipped over number eight, and I'm in the process of getting number eight. So there are nine. We'll make that happen. <laughs> Buy your own comics. Yeah. Now, you told me you've also been in um, Superman Wonder Woman. There's a Wonder Woman Superman. It's Superman. Is there a difference? Superman Wonder Woman? There should be. Yeah. There, there, there would be. So. <laughs> hey, now. Because he's the main, like, she backed him off. But in Wonder Woman, Superman had a shirt. So you go to the Amazon and take a fish or That's Aquaman's character. Yeah, they go to fish. Now, it's interesting because um, I read Batman Superman. In fact, Lana probably remembers her collection. That's from the first comic book. Where is it? We'll, we'll find it. It's, we have it. I had her, I got her the entire collection because it was her first foray in the comic book that she loved. Yeah, I think, I think there were 52 issues. Um, so when uh, they did the whole new 52 thing and it kind of disappeared, I was a little disappointed only because the, the allure of that book for me was that it was um, outside of continuity. I mean, it, that didn't mean that it broke continuity, but they, they weren't worried about playing it on the heads. It was just uh, stories featuring Batman and Superman. Uh, two of the most visible characters, which was great for getting a kid into comic books. They don't need to have read, you know, 50 years of Batman or Superman to read this book and immediately know what's happening. So when they uh, rebooted everything, I was kind of disappointed that that, you know, that wasn't around at first. Eventually, they did bring it back, and I have to be honest with you, I went through the first couple of issues, and I didn't even know what was going on. I don't think that it was... Uh, it, it didn't have the spirit of what it had originally. That may have changed because, you know, everything changed an awful lot of comic books, uh, but I haven't gone back to it. When they announced uh, Superman Wonder Woman, I, I kind of wondered if maybe they were doing what they did with Batman and Superman, but throwing the female character, because reaching out to the female audience is clearly a big push in the comics industry right now. So could you could you kind of uh, tell us a little bit about the flavor of the book and how it how it sits with you? Well, how how it sits with you? Do you, do you feel like it's reaching out to you as a female reader, or do you just think it's a book that just features Superman? I think it's a Superman book that happens to have Wonder Woman, and being the Wonder Woman fan that I am, yeah, I'm not, I'd rather have Wonder Woman. <laughs> but it's not it's not horrible. I mean, if you want to pick up and learn a little bit about Superman or Wonder Woman. She has to be dating because, like, if she's on a date with somebody and she doesn't give her popcorn, she's gonna be like, Yeah, I'll take my own popcorn. But yeah, she has to show the dating side and it's quite hard for her. And sometimes they do that, but then it quickly she comes back and shows that she's one of the big old fight and I'll put your dog in the chair. Yeah, I'm sure she talks just like that. Yeah, she talks like Tony. 
<laughs> wow. Um, in my brain, when I'm reading it, it's not kind of what's it. Is it Lucy Wallace? No, it's not. Let's think of Terry. Oh, she is listening. Oh, we, got, we lost the entrance. Normally, Andrew's reading the uh, three little heads over here. Oh, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. That would be more fun. So, we set that up. We mentioned Zena, and you remembered the Hercules Zena fanfic. Like, okay, well, we got this, this happens, it's pretty cool, and then, like, 
two issues later, it's like, hey, look, this is happening. And they're kind of not really in line. So it's like, you know, I'm looking at, you know, hey, we got, we got the, you know, the junior wing, but, you know, he's, he's robbing down. Okay, that's cool. And now we got the city of Owls. Cordobas. Cordobas, yeah, Cordobas. Um, that was like, okay, now we got Batman going nuts, which is cool. So I don't have a problem with Batman. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Who? Um, 
Why, why don't you? <laughs> I, I think so too. Well, 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 no, no. In, in fairness, uh, even though I, I like the character, I don't dislike the character. I do sometimes find his comics hard to read, mm -hmm. just because yeah. they they are so manic and jump around so much for the sake of the characters' um, idiosyncrasies, not not for the sake of the story, for the sake of the fact that he's supposed to be a lab job. Uh, it's the best way I can put it. Does anybody? Remember an, an old TV show called uh, Sledgehammer starring David Nash. It was it was a half hour sitcom. Uh, it was about a, a, a off, off his rails cop who's in love with his dog, stuck with his dog. You know I mean? It, it, yeah, Ooh, yeah. It's me. Uh, but it, but it was really funny because it, it was really wacky, kind of a death thing. Right? They actually did a, a comic book series, which only went like two issues. I actually own them both, probably not one or two. Yay! And, and, and I guess it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to you can't read it, but something that worked well in the TV show didn't work as well in print form. And that's almost how I feel about um, Deadpool sometimes. What, well, especially now that the movie came out, what works well there, I don't feel is, is streamlined. Uh, in the comic books. I mean, sometimes probably it can be very disjarring to me to death. Anyway, I'm stepping away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of difficult for me. There's like one issue in the middle of everything where it's like jumping in the future and she thought it was like that and she up like asking about her mom. And that really confused me. And then the next issue they didn't even touch on They just kind of like went back to how it was. Was the issue uh, before that jump back and the issue after? Were they, uh, you know? Yeah, they were the same like timeline and space. Yeah, and it was just really confusing. But for the most part, I liked it. I mean, I didn't actually finish all eight because I was really tired last night. And <laughs> I know, but it was like 2 a.m. She also had to catch up on Walking Dead last night. Say so, what? Yeah. That's what I'm going to Sorry. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about this? That was written on that movie. It has multiple B-side voices. They don't do that anymore? No. No, I, I, I went through like that they, they did at the beginning. And then you look really hard for people to, because you can't hear it. Voices. Yeah, they would they put it in different colored and shaped yeah. bubbles. Yeah, they stopped doing that. I, I think they like, went through some sort of like Thank you. 
Ele foi pra lá e foi pra lá e Well, that's for the rest of us to keep complaining every month the comments are too short. We got to go along with you in there. No, no, no. It was probably a special issue. Oh, yeah, the 25th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to have more stories to it, but it kind of doesn't. Yeah, it's just kind of like, here's this character, this person left, and now they're here. Basically. Well, Deadpool, he has a history of doing weird things like that with the comics. Like, um, like they did a 200, 200 issue, I believe it was, a couple years ago. And what they did is they took all of his appearances in every single comic and added them all up. Because he wasn't anywhere, he took 200 issues. But it, it's always been uh, known for doing off-the-wall things like that. Ryan Reynolds, 
he says, you have a movie where you have a green mask and one with a red mask, so that's a contradiction, you have to pick one. Which is Ryan Reynolds and Green Lantern and Deadpool. And it, it was almost too over the top and too campy. So I'm reading a couple issues of this and I'm finding that it's not quite hitting what, what I was expecting or what I was hoping for. But I remembered seeing a character with a similar aesthetic. Uh, and I had to think about it for a little while, um, but I eventually remembered what it was. Uh, it was Nemesis uh, by Mark Miller. Mm -hmm. And uh, have you read that? I've seen it. I don't okay. know. Uh, very similar idea. Um, all white costume, you know, white mask, but it doesn't cover the face. And the tagline for this was, imagine if Bruce Wayne had all the money that you know, he does, but decided to be a villain instead of a hero. So almost like he did the same thing as Oxymoron, uh, with the, the flipped over version. Now this, on the other hand, is an excellent, excellent read. It's a four-issue of um, series came out in 2009. Uh, it doesn't totally take itself too seriously, but it is, uh, I don't know, it's, it's something we haven't really seen before. I think we'll, we, we'll, we've seen it now with a lot of other uh, characters, like for a while there when Invincible Iron Man was sort of a bad guy. We've seen the, the rich superhero who's now bad. But it was a great book, and it got me thinking that, uh, I don't want to put this, Oxymoron is to Nemesis as Deadpool is to Deathstroke. Almost like the, the campy parody of it. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I don't want to just read your man's comic book there. I am going to finish reading it, and, and I'm sure this may be exactly what the uh, writer intended, but from what I saw prior to reading it, what the internet kind of gave me the impression of was not what I needed to do. That's what he was looking That's why he was looking for it, because he saw the little Joker thing and the anti-hero thing. You know, the bad guy killing all the bad guys, the pizza girl. Yeah, how, how does... Okay, hey, so he has a red hand. No, he oh, okay, found it. Like, so Joker's on a mission for us to find it. And again, he no, no, it, it, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing crazy about it. You, you know, part of the reason that I, I thought there was a now, I can't say that I'm going to come score, because uh, I respect Jack. Uh, he, here's what happened to me. And Andrew, you, you might remember, I might have talked about all this back in the first um, I've collected comics uh, a number of times in my life, but every time I've lost my collection, uh, the most, I mean, right now I still have a big long box with, uh, with yeah, yeah. I do, I do still have a pretty big collection, but back a few years ago, this would be now when I was working at ET&T, uh, I spent so much money on comics, long box after long box, I collected a huge run of that. And uh, as that whole situation in my life changed, uh, somebody broke into the house, made off of the comic books, and it peed all over all of this stuff. It peed all over the house. It was awful. And then that was that was the third time I had a comic book oh, actually stolen. Oh, and that's the third time So um, after back when Andrew when we first met, you know, I was staying with you. I was going to the comic shop. I was yeah. buying it. That, that's the stuff that I still have now. Yeah, I go by quite a bit. Yeah. And, and look where you are now. Look, oh, yeah, gee, look, you've got more guys. But I kind of made the decision because I, first of all, something always happens. Second of all, I would never sell in my comics. And, you know, that's why some people buy two or three buy one to read and one to say. Um, I would never get something like that up. I realize that for me it's for the story. So for me to at least have a collection that I'm not going to use because I have horrible luck with that. See, mine's the opposite. Mine is my Kindle's going to crash, my phone's going to crash. Like, 
I am that person who I have every single memory card from the camera. I've never deleted it. Like, I'm scared to death that that's going to happen. Because I've had, like, my tablet is completely deleted. So, like, I have to get Kindle. So, I had to start that stuff all over again. But I am the person, right? I'm I'm old school that way where I'm like, oh my god, my phone's going to die. I'm going to have none of my pictures and none of my comments. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I think that's good. That was going to say anything. That's me. What? My name is. That's me. Why would that come up? Because I said I'm a little angry that way, and I said to Andrew, don't chuckle. We had a whole conversation. I was just watching. I just didn't understand what she said. You know, actually, I think that's a really good thing. Well, that's not pretty bad. I have my Wonder Woman 
Don't worry, we'll get you on top of the girl. I Oh, wow. Like, here you go. Okay. 
There's hidden treasures, but I'll tell you what most of it is. But she yeah. won't actually do anything with them. We're just not allowed to move them. They're, there's plastic over, black plastic over them. We just can't move them. So yeah, we can't yeah, them. Can't there's a collection of encyclopedias <laughs> stacked in the basement on a, a thing. I don't even know what's under it. That have been down there since 1967 that are crumbling. But, well, somebody might need one of those encyclopedias that's still in the shape. Well, she had like a whole room filled with National Geographic. And I'm not even lying to you. The 35 states of America. Yeah. Exactly. The flag is in the 13 stars. I want that flag. Be in a history treatment. Seriously, there was like a hundred years of See, that's great though. Like, since my grandma passed away in September, but like, she left a lot of stuff for me. Like, I have stuff from the Great Depression. Like, I have coins from um, I have, like, actually, when her brother died in World War II, I have a letter that emailed home the Dear John. See, that's true. Like, yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, no. Somebody was not cool. Like, the Dear John letters are like, uh, the girlfriend breaks up with you because um, yeah. not going to get your place. Yeah, but it was like it was awesome. Like, glad you know, sad. Like, you it. But that's a huge piece of history. That's cool. That one, like old newspaper clippings. Like my grandma gave me a newspaper that says the Great Depression, the time of air crash. Like I have like newspapers and stuff like that. Like it's cool stuff. But like you said, until like they tell you what you can do with them, you can't do anything with them. So that ceramic chicken is going to be there for a long time. Well, ceramic chicken, just eat them. Good luck. I can't do anything. I can't do anything about the chickens, but a lot of that stuff in the basement is going to throw out. And then we're going to You know what? She never asks about it, and she's too old to go down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just say, oh, okay. how exactly. are we all like coming out through the stairs? Like, uh, you, you can get. It's all wood. Well, you can actually enter that from the, uh, the, the workroom, which I, I'm, I don't really, I'm not doing anything with that. The, the one room to the right, I don't know why I'm talking about this on the air. The one the work bench and all that stuff, all the tape, you can get in through the back, but. Oh, okay. We got, we got the medicals on the wall. I can't wait. You're you know, you know, it's funny because I found so much weird stuff down there. I found, there's a collection of unopened Heineken bottles from I don't know when. I think it must be already. Well, if you go to Europe, or anywhere, not in the United States, it's actually really good. Mm -hmm. uh, really, really, I mean, okay, Heineken is probably here. I think my brother's 20 bucks, and you're getting the very money from the Heineken made, or the Heineken in America, it's skunky, right. it's nasty. As soon as you step out of it, you go to Canada, you take one foot step over the border and say, somebody give me Heineken, and it's great. Good stuff. I'll break that. And on that note, I think we will be as well. We're going to take a little break here. And uh, yeah, to go to Canada. And we will be back shortly.
this has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.